Hey, this is Greg. And Zach. Welcome back to the Harvest Gate podcast. This week, we catch up on what's brewing in the world of Harvest Gate. Zach and Liz have been traveling with their family, visiting a church planters conference in Florida. And we'll catch up on what the rest of our team has been up to, uh, an update on fund, uh, fundraising progress, and much more. Um, first up, Zach, welcome back from Florida. Hey, thanks. Good to have you back. I um, suppose. Yeah. <laughs> Weather was uh, maybe a little more favorable, so sorry it's not as nice here. Hey, that's all right. You know what they say about Ohio. If you don't like the weather, just wait five minutes. Yeah, it's going to change. It'll be nice for an hour today, probably. Um, so we have a, a Harvest Gate meeting coming up tonight to catch up with the team on the last month, what's been going on. So this will be kind of a nice preview of what our team's going to be talking about tonight uh, and catching up on things. Uh, but first, how was your trip down in Florida? It was great. Uh, like every vacation work trip kind of thing uh it's never long enough right uh so uh your family graciously gifted us a, essentially a timeshare down there and uh it was the reservation for, was from sunday to sunday which was phenomenal mm-hmm. however we didn't get to leave until sunday after church um and then liz had to work the following monday so we had to leave at like six in the morning the following Sunday. So essentially we lost uh, two and a half days. Yeah, you always got to factor in some travel days with yeah. uh, with vacation. And, you know, you it, it's you look at the calendar and you think, oh, I've got so much time. I've got all the time in the world. And then, all the time in and the then world. you don't get there till Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, we got there Monday at like three. Yeah. So, I mean, we're super glad that we went. And it was an incredible time, and uh, yeah, it was a, it was a it was a good balance between work and vacation. We got to visit when we li- we lived in Florida mm-hmm. uh, for six years while I was in the military, and so we have some dear dear friends who live there. So we had a couple of days where we just got to spend time with friends. Oh, very nice. So that was exciting. Um, yeah, it was it was a great trip. So you were down there, you know, partly for vacation, partly for leisure. You got to take the kids and just have some nice family time. Uh, but you were also there for a church planners conference. What was the name of that conference? Yeah, the name of that conference is called Exponential. Um, and and you've mentioned them before on the podcast. As I, well, think, I think I think yeah. I have. Yeah. And so Exponential, the idea behind it is, um, you know, we've talked about multiplication and how the church should grow, and uh, so this this conference is is the it's kind of the premier church planters conference like around the globe so we met in orlando florida uh and there were over five thousand church planters and multipliers who were there and some of the biggest names in um uh, in the Christian world. <laughs> Some of the biggest names in the church game. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so if you're not part of the church game, that might sound weird, but, um, you know, some people have their, uh, like, I don't like using the word secular and sacred, but you know, people know what we're talking about. So in the secular world, we might have our celebrities that were like, oh my goodness, I finally met Brad Pitt. <laughs> uh, in the church world, you know, it's like, oh my goodness, I fi- finally met this pastor that I've been reading for many years. Um, and so uh, it's just a cool opportunity. And what you realize there is that those people, when you get the chance to meet them, they're just regular people who love Jesus, uh, who love the church. And um, 
And can also write. And can also write or yeah. preach really well or um, – and just like the things that they're doing is really incredible. So um, I actually had the opportunity to hang out with a couple of people uh, whose uh, books I've read or like who I follow on uh, social media mm-hmm. um, and just to get to hear what it is that they're doing is is really cool, kind of in a, in a more personal setting than just reading one of their books or reading a post online. Yeah, absolutely. And and I I wonder like getting the opportunity to meet some of those people and hear about maybe the projects that they've worked on and in general the conference being about church planting, you know, were there any uh takeaways or things that you learned, little bits of advice, um, you know, best practices, I don't know what you want to call them, but yeah. things so that I, you took away from Yeah, it, every yeah. year they have a different theme. Uh, probably the most memorable theme that I have uh, experienced, because this was not my first time being here. I think this was my fifth or sixth year. Mm-hmm. So I started going in 2015. I went in 16, 17, 18. I skipped 19. And, um, you know, I'm here in 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, probably one of the most memorable themes, I think it was in 2017 or 18, the theme was Hero Maker. And the idea was, you know, we kind of just talked about this celebrity pastor kind of thing. Right. And um, there's there's a lot of yucky feelings when it comes around uh, about celebrity pastors. There's probably some people that have uh, given that sort of a uh, – uh, maybe a, a negative connotation like oh, televangelists and, yeah, and stuff like that. And the reason – I don't think that most people, most of these pastors have set out to be celebrities right. within, you know, the Christian world, but, um, it's a byproduct of being good at what you do and it is. people, uh, appreciating what you do is not always a bad thing. Yeah, exactly. And, um, uh, and I forget what I was going to say, but, um, they become, so they, they gain this celebrity status, mm-hmm. so to speak, because, God has done some amazing and incredible things through either their obedience or their ministries or um, just like it. So it's it's incredibly encouraging to be there. Um, and uh, it it's faith building. Um, and one of the reasons why I love to go to Exponential is uh, because of the 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 camaraderie that happens there. But, oh, I remember where I was. Sorry. Um, talked about the theme of uh, Hero Maker. Right. Um, because of the celebrity status, you know, there's a lot of pa- people who get into ministry because they want that celebrity status. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, so the Hero Maker theme was, it was kind of this idea. Everybody wants to be the hero, Nobody wants to be the hero maker. And um, and so, you know, they had some like, – you probably really loved it, Greg, uh, being there because uh, they had – you know, they they had some really well-done video interviews with, uh, like, people who worked at Marvel. Mm. Um, and they're like, you know, I've spent my whole life being a hero maker, like, drawing, like, different things. and Yeah. Um, and for those that don't know, I am a huge Marvel nerd. Right behind me, and yeah, Zach's looking at right saying. now, there's a whole bunch of random Marvel stuff. There's a couple of uh, 
Guardians of the Galaxy and Incredible Hulk. Uh, uh, I can't. What are they even called? Pop, pop figures. I don't really know the technical term. Bobbleheads. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, they're called like Funko Pops. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Well, and in the early stages of our relationship, before we really knew each other, I think one, apart from tennis, uh, the only thing that we really had in common was uh, uh, a like of Marvel stuff. Yeah. Now, your level of liking Marvel <laughs> stuff is astronomical compared to mine. Hey, man. When I get into something, I just take it the whole way. You do. And you know? and I really appreciate don't that. Wanna, don't want to do it 10%. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so maybe the best way I can sum up that theme of Hero Maker is everybody wants to be Batman. Nobody mm-hmm. wants to be Alfred. Well, that's a good analogy, but it's a DC <laughs> analogy and not a Marvel okay, analogy. Okay, well, <laughs> I'm talking about being a hero maker. We don't want to alienate comic book fans yeah. from the podcast. So, you know, shall we, we can appreciate both Marvel and DC. <laughs> we just yeah. happen to be big Marvel fans. Yeah. Um, so just sticking with hero making yeah, yeah. rather than Marvel making. Uh, and there's also some Marvel references in this year's um, uh, Exponential. Mm-hmm. So, um, but... So everybody wants to be Batman, nobody wants to be Alfred. But the reality is, is Batman wouldn't be Batman in like his character and integrity of Absolutely. not killing Iron people. Absolutely, Iron Man needs Jarvis. Yeah. You know? And so uh, we, need, um, we need heroes, yes, but we also need people who make heroes. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that always stuck out with me. This year's theme uh, was um, better together, or maybe you might call it, um, pursuing the great collaboration. So I'm going to read you something from their their website that kind of explained this year's theme. He says, mm-hmm. uh, it says, what's missing from many of our efforts and strategies? Doing it together. We are all very familiar with the great commission and the challenge to go. And there's been much taught about the great commandment and the need to go with love. So the great commission is go make disciples of all nations. Uh, the great uh, commandment is to love God, love people. Um, he says, but it's this part, it's this last part of Jesus's mission, which is Jesus's final prayer that we have forgotten. It's the great collaboration that we all go together in, uh, that we all go in love together. Uh, and then, you know, they, they share a passage from John 17 verses 22 and 23 that they may be one as we are one, I in them and you in me, so that they may be brought to complete unity. Then the world will know that you sent me and have loved them even as you have loved me. And what I really appreciated about this year's theme was like, we we can't do this by ourselves. We don't want to do this by our, ourselves. Yeah. We shouldn't do this by ourselves. Because when we isolate ourselves, we pursue building our own um, kingdoms or our own tribes, if you will, and we completely neglect the ki- the kingdom of God. Yeah. And so the kingdom of God is not mono-ethnic. Mm-hmm. The kingdom of God is diverse, uh, not... Uh, not only in skin color, but in socioeconomic uh, standing, in uh, academic levels, in um, in countries and nationalities that are represented. 
And so they talked a lot about uh, multiculturalism and how we need to engage with that, how we need to include both genders, uh, you know, um, that there is equality across the board and that we need, um, as Americans, we tend to have this very arrogant kind of thing like the rest of the world needs us. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and to an extent, that's true. Um, but they don't exclusively need a, us. Um, we all need each other. Yeah. So America, like as Americans, we have a role to play in the world and like the world needs us. But the world doesn't only need us. We also need Uganda. We also need Iceland. We also need, yeah. you know all of Europe and all of South America and all of Africa and all of the Middle East and all of uh, Asia and all of Australia and the islands and the four people who are in Antarctica. Like we need, (laughs) we need everybody for the great collaboration. Um, And so, um, man, it it was, it was just such a good challenge that, um, that we, we often put ourselves on an island, but we shouldn't live on on an island. Um, I'm yeah, talking, bring a boat. Yeah. Um, bring a boat, bring other people. Yeah. Um, because there is so much value that other people bring into, uh, the equation. Um, you know, it's this whole idea of, uh, uh, synergy, uh, um, that, you know, I, I actually, um, there is a technology called swarm technology. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, that's incredibly fascinating to me. And so what they've done is they've, uh, created, so, uh, software, hardware. I don't, I'm not sure what it is. A little bit of both. Probably. A little bit of both. Yeah. Um, where, so, uh, here's an example. They took, uh, I think it was 20, uh, horse racing enthusiast. Mm-hmm. And, um, they, you know, this, these are not even experts. They're just people who enjoy horse racing. Right. And they uh, had them um, predict who would win the Kentucky Derby. Yeah. Not just who would win, but who would win first place, second place, third place, fourth place, and so on. Yep. Um, and using this swarm technology, they were able to predict all four winners. Yeah, taking kind of the average of what everybody has said or the the most, you know, yes. common choice. Yeah, so it wasn't necessarily like the like the, so the technology it's kind of it's happening in real time, so to speak. And Right. Um so the point of this is not to talk about swarm technology, but they were able to do that um perfectly. And I like I, I forget it was like if you had made like a $20 bet on that. Yeah. You like you it would be like a hundred thousand dollars or something like that that you would have won. Like the, the odds of it happening is so yeah, so low. Um, but here's the the interesting thing. No one of those 20 people were able to predict all of those correctly. I think I saw this as well. Do you remember what it was on? Yeah, I think that I watched a documentary uh, by Cal Penn, uh, of, of all people, called The Beast That Is the Global Economy. Yeah. Um, and it was in one of those... Um, yeah, I feel like I saw maybe just a clip from that. I might portion. have, I might have you shown might, it yeah. to you because it's so interesting to me. But anyways, um, again, the idea is not to promote swarm technology, but the idea is, is we are better together, um, which uh, is not 
something that I have always practiced. Um, by, by nature, I am a very prideful and arrogant person. Uh, by God's grace, he is working that out of me. Right. Um, and even, even here at, at Exponent or there at Exponential, uh, I just had this very humbling moment. And if you're on our, uh, if you follow us on Facebook, uh, I had posted this on there, uh, which if you don't follow us on Facebook or Instagram, you can follow us, um, at Harvestgate Network. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had posted a picture. I was standing up in the balcony on, on one side, and I had posted this picture of 5,000-plus church leaders and planters uh, in this massive room. And, you know, and those are only people who could come. The event was sold out. Uh, so, you know, there's presumably tens or hundreds of thousands more of people yeah. just like us. And I had this just very humbling moment, and I believe God was speaking to me. He says, you know, like what you're doing is good, um, but my kingdom will still survive even if you fail, um, even if you don't even get off the ground. My kingdom's going to be okay. Um, and I, I remember I have a I have a pastor friend from Myanmar or Burma. Um, and he came and he was sharing all of these things that were happening within their church and their country, uh, in, in Myanmar. And he made this statement and like, we were just kind of blown away by all the things that they were doing. And he said, we are only but a tiny pebble in the entire building of the church. Right. One brick. <laughs> yeah. Well, he didn't even say we're a whole brick. He's like, we're just a little <laughs> pebble in this entire thing. We are one plop of mortar between the bricks. <laughs> exactly. Um, and yeah, like I, I really felt that this week or like this, you know, whenever it was that I was there. I think it was last week. Um, yeah, it was it was just a humbling experience. And, you know, I even I even feel this on our team. Um, and I've told you guys this before, and I'm not just saying it just to blow smoke or to pander, but because I genuinely I'm God is revealing that this is really the case that. I can't do this by myself. Yeah. This podcast would not happen if it were just me. I mean, you could you could talk to yourself, but I could after talk a while to myself, that gets a little unusual, yeah. Yeah, it would be super sporadic. <laughs> you know, like, hey, uh, we're following this six-week, eight-week, one-week pattern uh, where we <laughs> – where I can't sit and talk to myself. Uh, yeah. but well, I mean, And it's – you know, I think there's a, there's a reason why you see like throughout history – people building communities together because, I mean, people are stronger together, you know, nomadic tribes of people wandering across the desert, you know, are, are going to, you know, die out. They're going to, you know, if you suffer one problem and you're alone, you know, you're toast. It's, you hear stories about people exploring, you know, doing incredible feats of strength, but the tiniest setback, you know, uh, drinking the wrong water, you know, stubbing a toe, an infection, you know, and you're all alone. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. Well, and um, I had seen somebody tweet this. I don't remember who it was. Um, and I'm sure that it probably was not an original quote to them even. Um, but they, but the tweet was this. You may get there faster as an individual, but you'll go farther as a team. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so. There were two people that 
landed on the moon. <laughs> Not one. Yeah. <laughs> and there was another guy. <laughs> Orbiting, ready to uh, catch them when they were done. Well, not so. to mention the probably tens of thousands of people who were on Absolutely. the ground back in Houston and uh, mm-hmm. Cape Canaveral and wherever else it was that they were. Yeah. Even even if it's just, I say just, uh, even even the custodians who were cleaning up trash in Launch Center yep. are just as vital to the, the, the completion of that mission as... Neil Armstrong, who, you know. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, and so, you know, like I'm so, you know, actually this morning, it, it's interesting, this morning um, during my uh, time in the Word, I was in 1 Corinthians chapter 12. And uh, this is a really well-known passage of Scripture where, Paul uh, uses anatomy to talk about uh, the church. He says, you know, um, we're, we're all, we all have different parts, but we're all a part of the same body. And the eye can't say to the ear, I have no need of you. And the ear can't say of the toe, I have no need of you. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, what if, what if the entire body was just an eye? Well, that would be a very freaky body, uh, and it would be um, It'd be fragile. Yeah, um, and so I was I was journaling on on these verses this morning. It says the human body has many parts, but the many parts make up one whole body. So it is with the body of Christ. Some of us are Jews, some are Gentiles, some are slaves, and some are free. But we have all been baptized into one body by one Spirit, and we all share the same Spirit. And so in my time, I was just uh, praying and thanking God for each of the people on the Harvest Gate team and the different gifts that you all bring. And um, yeah, Harvest Gate would not be what it is without the people who make up Harvest Gate. Harvest Gate is not just my thing. And this is something that uh, I've been trying, uh, you know, Maybe we'll talk about this when we interview Emily, but um, she will bring a suggestion. She's like, oh, I don't want to step on your toes because like, this isn't my thing. This is your thing. And I'm like, no, 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 no. This is our thing. Yeah. Um, and so I want you to have ownership of it. Um, and so then not only was I praising and thanking God for each of the giftings of the people on the team and just for the people in general, um, but thanking God for all the diversity in the kingdom of God you know, for everybody in North and South America, in Europe, in Middle East, in Asia, and, you know, Africa, and the the islands, and in Australia, all over the place. Like, mm-hmm. kind of what we've been talking about this morning, it's just kind of, uh, I don't want to say it's serendipitous or a coincidence, but, you know, I, I think it's a God thing that this morning, this was, <laughs> you know, what I was... Um, it just happened to be the, the passage of scripture that I was reading today. Um, but we are so much better together. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, so that was that was a big thing that I took away from Exponential. It's one of those things you know, but it's just good to be reminded about it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and I think there, uh, you know, that how that sort of relates to Harvestgate is a good segue into kind of Catching up on what's been going on with Harvestgate uh, as as a 
church plant, as a coffee house, as a project, as a team? What have we been doing? How are we doing? Um, and and maybe even before we dive directly into uh, current progress and upcoming goals, I think it's a nice uh, time to just be aware that like it's a it's a long term project, right? Like we have a lot of stuff that uh, we want to accomplish and a lot of goals that we've set. And we know that it's going to take time to get there, but we're excited that we get to share that progress and update everybody on how that's going and and where it's going. Um, so uh, where do you want to start there on sort of uh, uh, picking up on current progress? Yeah, just a, a real quick thought on that. Uh, Liz, uh, Liz and I complement each other well. Um, I am I am like the epitome of a dreamer. In fact, as we were driving down to Florida, I had some new dreams. And Liz is like, all right, um, why don't we get this thing off the ground before you start dreaming about other things? Um, and so uh, she's come a long way. She's learned to dream with me. And I've learned, like, just because I dream doesn't mean that, you know, <laughs> it's going to happen or right now – um, but Liz has said that she's like, you know, why are we, why are you guys doing this podcast? She's not being cynical. Um, it's a question we've gotten several times. Yeah. So yeah. why, why are you doing this podcast? Like we're not, we haven't even launched yet. Like, um, it, but like, I think God has kind of spoken to her and she said, you know, I, I used to like question, why are you doing this? Like, what is, what purpose does it serve? And she said, one of the things that God has revealed to me is that we get to tell the story in real time. Yeah. Um, a lot of times when we tell stories, it's it's looking back and saying, "Oh, this is the thing that happened." Yeah. This is that. This is the turning point. Like yeah. you can see where it went wrong or where it went good or yeah. you know how it how that was the moment they knew it was a success or something. But we're we're kind of living it and going. We have no idea if it's going to work. We sure hope so. Mm-hmm. We're doing our best to make that happen. Yeah. But who knows? Yeah. Because it's happening right now. Yeah. And and maybe I would say that this is like faith in real time. Yeah. Uh, like, hey, uh, this is what we believe that God is calling us to. And we're not going to you know sway from that. Uh, we're going to listen to God. And as he shares things, uh, we're going to... Yeah, as as new information comes available, we're going to change plans if need be, or stick to what it is we're doing, or yeah. you know, re rethink of something. So, um, also as you were sharing this, like this is you know, this is uh, a long process. I was just thinking microwaves and crockpots. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Say no more. I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah. Um, you're speaking my language of food. That's. <laughs> Yeah. I always, pref- you know, <clears throat> Hot Pockets are always best out of the crock pot, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, so there's some food, it's made for the microwave. Yeah, absolutely. And it's edible. Yeah. May not be healthy. Probably not. Um, but, I mean, it gets the job done. Sure. Um, other food, I much prefer food that's been made in the crock pot. Actually, um, so we're meeting tonight as our uh, Harvestgate team. And uh, Liz uh, started making dinner last night in the crock pot. Yep. 
So, I mean, like, it's going to be 24 hours in the making, and it's going to be delicious. Like, I woke up this morning, and I walked out into the kitchen, and it just kind of, like, blasted me in the face. Oh, this is going to be so good. Um, And so, in the same way, we don't want to just rush into things. Yeah. You know, in previous podcasts, we've talked about how I felt called to plant churches, like, 10 years ago. Yeah. Um, And... um, my my pastor, Pastor Chris, posted this quote up on Facebook or something like that the other day, um, which was something that he had heard at a conference that he was at. Um, actually, he was at Exponential as well, and so he was in a workshop and heard this. Um, but he said, sometimes God lets lets a a dream, and I'm paraphrasing, but sometimes God lets a dream die so that he can show you later on that it was really of you or really of him. Mm. And so in 2017, we had this dream or I had this dream and Liz was like, yeah, God's going to have to show me that dream because uh, <laughs> he hasn't given that vision to me. Right. And it kind of died. And then 2019 rolled around and it was rebirthed, which to me is, it's a, it's a, it's a sign that it is of God. He had to let it die so that he could remind me that it was of him. Um, and he just had some other things to work out. Yeah. So this is a long process, and we're okay with that. Um, I think that people are okay with it being a long process as long as they know that it's a long process. Sure, yeah. In fact, we, we're intentionally launching slow with few people and uh, very intentionally. There is a there's a old holiness preacher. His name was Leonard Ravenhill, and he um, once said, "Never invite someone to the table whose mouth you aren't able to feed." Mm. Uh, and so we want to make sure that we are being diligent about our planning process and and all of that. So um, we really want good food, not just food. You know. We want to be able to enjoy it and that it's pleasing to everybody so far as we can, you know. Sure, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's a, it's a long, arduous process. So in uh, in the crock pot of church planting, yeah. uh, how long has – or how, how close to uh, – to done is harvest gate <laughs> is or, or and I don't you know I don't necessarily know if that's the right way to phrase it but yeah because keeping I would, with that analogy sort of how are how are we doing on progress uh, fundraising updates yeah maybe just put some some language to what it is that you just said I think we're saying done is when we launch yeah um, and so uh, when, is, when what, dinner is served yeah <laughs> uh, and uh, my statement to that would be well the end is just the beginning yeah it's like okay now the now the real work begins. This is all just preparatory stuff. Yeah. And so they, uh, you know, there's a leadership axiom that says for every minute that you plan in the beginning, uh, you save an hour on the back end. Uh, and so like we're kind of in that, that we would call it in the church planting world, we're in pre-launch phase. Um, I have a, a, a goal in my mind of launching in June. Yeah. It is... Uh, at the time of this recording, just so you all know, we record our podcast Friday mornings at 7 a.m. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, Greg edits it and does a great job and uh, schedules it to go out Sunday morning at 12 uh, at midnight. 
Yep. Um, and so at, right now it is uh, Friday the 13th, Greg. Ooh, Ooh scary. <laughs> um, yeah, so we have this launch date in mind of June. Mm-hmm. And it's not a date. It's not like June 15th, but June is a mm-hmm. time frame that I have in mind. However, uh, uh, this just became very apparent to me yesterday. Um, with everything that's happening with the coronavirus uh, here in Ohio, they've, I mean, they're halting a lot of things. Yep. School's uh, going to close for a couple weeks. Schools are closing for three weeks. Every public gathering of 100 people or more. Uh, is is closing government things are kind of in crisis mode uh, is a word that Governor DeWine used. Yeah, uh, well, and, and your current church, community church, is making adjustments yeah. to to what's going on. So everybody's kind of in that same boat. Yeah, and so you know, I kind of had this realization, like, oh, this could be problematic uh, for the launching of a new business. Yeah, I mean, it's going to uh, impact it's certainly us as as Harvestgate, us as individuals. We've got kids that are in school. Yeah. Well, and I'm even thinking like as we open up Harvest Gate Coffee House, um, you know, there's going to be things like health inspections that need to be done and licenses and those kinds of things. And now that the government's kind of like, ah, crap, <laughs> um, uh, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, it's it's probably going to put a delay on the things that we are needing to accomplish. So while I have June in mind, it. Maybe July, it may be August, it might be October, I don't know. Yeah. And so so we have these things in mind, but we haven't failed if we don't launch in June. Because um, we're trusting in God's timing. God's timing is far better than our timing. Um, and so, you know, uh, Liz has been crockpotting chicken. And, you know, in my mind, it might be good, hey, you know, when I came out, you know, if I came out in the middle of the night at two in the morning, hey, let's eat some of this chicken. It smells really good. Well, mm-hmm. it's not fully cooked. It's now not, you have no. salmonella and you're going to, <laughs> you know, have a very rough weekend. Yeah. Um, in the same way, we can do the same thing with it. It's like, hey, well, because I really want it right now. Um, so, yeah, we're right now we're in this fundraising stage. And it feels strange because people are like, oh, so what's next? Still fundraising. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we, we have uh, – there's been a, I want to say an army of people who have been supportive financially through prayer, just through encouragement. Uh, and um, where we are in our financial goal, we're about 30000 a little over $30,000 that we've raised. And we are praising God for that. We're thanking God for the obedience and the, the support and generosity of, of all of our uh, supporters and, yeah. and, and financial partners and prayer partners. And so if you're listening in and you have contributed, you know, if it's $1, we praise God for you. If it's $5,000, we praise God for you. Absolutely. If you're sitting here and you have not donated and uh, you have not supported that way, but you're thinking about it, we thank God for you. Yeah. If you're listening, if you're if you're praying for us, if you're keeping track of upcoming events and you're interested in, in getting involved in that, we... You know, we know that it's not going to happen alone. We can't do it just ourselves. Mm-hmm. Everybody's got to be part of uh, this process. And, you know, that's, again, a, an additional purpose to this podcast is why we want to document it and talk about it. Because these types of projects take time and you maybe don't fully understand or appreciate the effort required, the scope, the scale. Uh, you know, $30,000 is a lot of money. 
and we probably could just as easily uh, looked at it kind of at the beginning and said, oh, wow, you know, uh, we were making good progress and we want to keep doing that. We want to keep everyone apprised of what we're working on. Uh, we'll keep you updated on upcoming events uh, like our uh, uh, lightly used women's clothing sale and more coming down the pipeline. So stay tuned for that uh, in the future. But we're glad that we can provide an update of what's been going on and what's happening in the world of Harvestgate. Uh, Zach, thank you for your time this morning. Absolutely. It's been fun. Follow us on social media at Harvestgate Network. There are several ways you can engage with us and support the Harvestgate Network at harvestgate.org. You can subscribe to the Harvestgate podcast on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast app. If you're as excited as we are about this project, please consider supporting us by sharing, joining our prayer team, or donating on our website. Thanks for listening to the Harvestgate podcast, connecting faith to families, communities, and marketplaces.